wow, we got a really great show ahead of you. I am excited about our financial topic today. Three ways to raise money savvy kids. Howdy. I I don't know what it's saying. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dot Podcast for Oaks Working for their financial future. So we manage their financial present the right way. This podcast is hosted by my dad, Jason Fields, and the director of Stay's Path Financial Advisor. I love him. And now, your host, my daddy. Aw, thank you, Jewel. You did a great job. You ready to start the show? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense, a show for family men and women looking to grow their financial future and manage their financial present the right way. We're all about family, food, fun, and finance. And I love him. That part always gets me. <laughs> it gets me every time, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all are doing well. Thank you for being here. I am your host, Jason Fuchs. And, wow, we got a really great show ahead of you. I am excited about our financial topic today, Three Ways to Raise Money Savvy Kids. Lots of exciting things going on in the world of the Fuchs household. My wife, Amber, was on TV again. Yes, this is her third time, ladies and gentlemen. Amber, Jewel and I are so proud of you. What an accomplishment. Third time on News 4 Jacks. She was on River City Live talking about how to get organized, how you can make money from stuff you're not using. As you all know, ladies and gentlemen, she has her two consignment companies. She has Amber's Turn, which is children's consignment, and then she has YOLO, luxury consignment, which is all about luxurious handbag consignment. So check those businesses out. But wow, third time on TV, and I believe they referenced Amber as the resident consignment expert. So what an accomplishment. Jewel just started a new school. That's right. She's in pre-K. Like me, her birthday was late in the year, November 28th. We actually have the same birthday, which is really, really neat. So we've got to wait a year before she can get into kindergarten. No worries, though. I turned out okay. (laughs) And I waited a year. Amber, I think she started a little early. So when she graduated high school, she was 17. When I graduated high school, I was 18. And being 18, my senior year of high school was a lot of fun. There were just a lot of things that I was able to do that my other friends weren't able to do. So lots of fun. But Jewel is just coming out of her shell. She's (laughs) starting to push back a little bit. As you can imagine, four years old, she's starting to realize, well, maybe I don't have to do everything mommy and daddy tell me to do. So I'm going to challenge everything. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've got a secret to get this child through dinner without telling her about 40 times to finish eating, I'm all ears. (laughs) But she is really developing her own little personality. She's so caring. She has such a big heart, always hugging, always saying, daddy, I love you. Mommy, I love you. She wants to help with everything. We bake cookies together. She helped me bake spaghetti last night. So she loves cooking, loves watching me cook. And she is funny. She will stop in her tracks 
and do something just to make Amber and I laugh. Yesterday, she was walking around the house doing something she calls a booty bonk, (laughs) where she would walk up to my leg, stick her butt out and hit it, and look up to me and say, Daddy, you just got booty bonked. (laughs) So she is such a little trip. She is a wonderful little human being. But if you've got stories about your kids, about your grandkids, we'd love to hear them. And maybe I can share them on an episode of Dad Sense. You can send them to info at sagepathfa.com. No food recipes. And I'll tell you what, my brain is a little systematic. I work better under processes. And I realize that life isn't always about systems and processes. I've told you that I'm going to share a recipe on every other episode of Dad Sense. But rather than forcing it, I'm going to share a recipe whenever I have something new I want you to try. I tend to cook similar things. So I don't want to bombard you or overload you with recipes that you've already heard about. And I'd really like to start featuring some recipes from our listeners. So I'll probably end up doing that as well. How do you get those recipes to me? Well, again, info at sagepathfa.com. If you can't spell it, if you forget, it is in the description of the podcast. So let's get into our financial topic of the day. Three ways to raise money savvy kids, shall we? What if I told you that the most valuable legacy you can pass on to your kids and grandkids isn't an object, it's not money, surprise, right? (laughs) But education about effectively managing money. How about that? Granddad, what a wonderful man. When I was young, it was granddad who taught me about money. He had a small account for me with, I think it was Putnam at the time. And he would talk to me about the mutual funds he and his financial advisor picked. And he taught me the importance of holding money and saving it rather than going out and spending it. So guess what I did, ladies and gentlemen, as a child? When he took us to Toys R Us, I would take half of my Toys R Us allowance, save it, and the other half I would buy toys with it. Pretty neat, huh? Matter of fact, I think the first stock I ever bought, maybe I was 14, And it was Disney. And I still own those shares today, believe it or not. Pretty neat stuff. So, Granddad, if you are listening, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You taught me a lot about money. Teaching valuable money skills while kids are young, it puts them at an advantage. And this is especially true when it comes time to create and live a sustainable lifestyle when they reach adulthood. Without it, any income, any inheritance might as well be as good as gone. And ladies and gentlemen, I've been a financial advisor for about 17 years now, and I see it all the time. Kids inherit the money from grandparents or parents, and the money's gone. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. And it's easy for young people to grasp the basics of how money in exchange for goods and services works, and that you can do that through simple activities like the ones I'm going to lay out for you shortly. But ladies and gentlemen... Be careful. It is just as easy for kids to pick up any bad money habits you have as well. So granddad, great job teaching me about money management. But I got to say it, my parents, terrible money managers. So it was nice that I knew what not to do and knew what to do. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, imagine if you gave your kids their inheritance tomorrow. 
how quickly would they spend it all? Think about it. Seriously, think about it. Most children, most teens, they can't wait to spend cash once they get their hands on that cash. If they aren't taught the power of budgeting and delayed gratification now, not much is likely to change in adulthood. And that's important, delayed gratification. I think Amazon has really spoiled us with its same day or two day delivery. For some of us, it's really hard to grasp the concept of delayed gratification now. And I'm just as guilty. Amazon plays a huge role in our family's lives. I've actually deleted the app from all of my devices and I have a three day think about it window where if I want something on Amazon, I've got to take three days, think about it. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, about 80% of the time, I forget about it. So clearly it's not important and that delayed gratification is important. It's valuable, it can help. How valuable can a job, a nest egg, or an inheritance be to an adult who never learned how to manage their money? Using tangible lessons built on tried and true processes, you can teach your kids, your grandkids, to be patient spenders early on and adopt sound money management skills. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's talk about three learning opportunities that work well together. You ready? All right, drum roll, please. <laughs> learning opportunity one, start an allowance. A weekly allowance for chores around the house is a must. People, they're more prone to safeguard money they've worked for rather than money they've just been given, they've been handed. Allowances encourage budgeting. Allowances encourage saving habits. Give your kids, your grandkids, opportunities to earn more money for extra work that will help you instill the concept that working harder usually pays more learning opportunity number two implement the three jar system and this is something that we do in our home with jewel this system is excellent for tangibly illustrating the concepts of saving spending and giving for younger kids or grandkids but it can also be done using smartphone apps if you have older children who are more app inclined. <laughs> so this is what we do at our house. Label three jars or you can label three accounts. Save, spend, and share. For the Fuchs family, share is tithing. This is money that we give to our community or we give to our church. Have kids decide what portion of their allowance or paychecks go into each. For our family, we usually do 10% tithing, 30% saving, and 60% spending. Change those numbers how you'd like. Just make sure you incorporate all three jars. The money put into save, it can be invested. It can be held longer term for larger toys, larger events. For Jewel, the save jar are for activities mostly like gymnastics or dance class or if we go on vacation we buy her via boogie board things like that the money in the spend goes toward discretionary spending so if we're out and about and jewel wants to get ice cream well what we'll do is sometimes she treats mom and dad she'll pay first and we'll match whatever she pays and that money comes right out of her savings account 
the money in the share, or for us, the Fuchs family tithing, it goes to a charity of their choice. Right now for Jewel, it's for the church. And she wants it to go to the kids at the church. So we donate it to the children at Beach's Vineyard. And if the charity allows it, you can donate while volunteering for an even extra meaningful experience. And we try to do that with Jewel. Our church, once every quarter, I believe, they get out of the community and they try to work hands-on. And guess what? We bring Jewel with us. So she recognizes the importance of it. Learning opportunity three, open a savings account with a debit card. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Research local online banks to educate your kids about interest rates and how compound interest impacts a balance over time. This is incredibly important. Go with them. And while you're with them, let them open their first savings account and ask about issuing them a debit card. Show them how their savings can grow and how debit card purchases can impact their balances. Show them how important it is to rely on manually keeping track of their spending rather than letting the online platform do that. Let's wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. If you instill habits like these at a young age, they'll become second nature for your kids, for your grandkids as they mature into adults. Try these three. Let me know how they go. And if you have suggestions, send them. Email us at info at sagepathfa.com. You can also call us 904-366-9388. Then visit our website for more money management resources. To all of our listeners, thank you so much for sticking around. We appreciate all of you. Have a fantastic day. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sagepath, Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now, do we? Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names or services referenced or are independent of FSC. Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and Sage Path Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho.